There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 11, season three of the Daily Mission podcast. My name is Greg and I am in studio, and today we are joined by Caden Turner, linebacker for the Indiana Hoosers. So my first question is going to be, what is a Hooser? But D1, college linebacker, obviously is going to be an exciting interview. Uh, I love talking football with these uh, kids who have played in the American system, and obviously where football is just enormous in terms of the fandom. So excited for that a little bit later on. Um, but we've got a little bit of quarter one, uh, quarter two action, a little bit of MLB, a little bit of NFL to keep you briefing, uh, keep you briefed. I apologize. Uh, but I am going to talk about a story about my high school football days. Um, so I played high school football in Nova Scotia. Terrible football. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not great high school football. There is a large scale of talent. There's a few players that go on to play, you know, college. Definitely not in the States, maybe one or two. And then some that will go on and play university football in Canada. And then there's a lot of kids who have never played football in their entire life, but their parents want them to play a sport or it's the cool thing to do at school. But there is a wide variety of talent in high school football. And even in the high school, when you're in high school and and you think about, you know, the different body types and different stages of, of growth that kids are in high school from grade nine to grade 12 there, there it's, it's a big gap. So in my grade 11 year, it was my first year as a starting quarterback at high school. I was probably 160 pounds, six, probably one at the time. I was a little stick. Anyway, so we were playing in a rivalry game. It was at our, you know, our hometown. We put it at our hometown university. It was under the lights, big crowd. You know, the girls are there cheering on. You know, you're feeling real good about yourself. I was awful. Anyway, so our offensive line that year, in my grade 11 year, we had some individuals who weren't the biggest. So obviously you want your offensive line to be massive human beings. I mean, you want them to be 300 pound people who can block for you. Well, this wasn't the case. We had an individual as a tackle who was probably like 180 pounds and very unathletic. So there was this one play, I think it was in the second quarter and uh, both of my tackles let the guys through. So one of these guys was a guy who went on to one of the DNs on the other team was a guy who went on to play college football. Another guy, he was an absolute monster he ended up going to BYU. He was a Mormon, but two massive athletes on the DNs for this high school unblocked. I got helicoptered. I think my helmet almost came off. The ball went flying. I was clean knocked out from a double whammo sandwich hit from two monstrous DNs who were grade 12 and had beards. It was the biggest hit. I wish I had the film of it. Um, but I remember, uh, one of my good friends, Noel Morgan, his dad was a doctor and he was talking to me after the game and, and I, you know, I had come back, you know, to life, but some of the questions I was answering, like I, it was a clean, cold knockout. So that's my high school football knockout story. Two defensive ends unblocked off the edge, both sides unblocked, just let right through clean to the quarterback. So 
Anyway, absolutely outrageous um, story, but I, I did want to bring up uh, a high school st- uh, football story with uh, with Caden Turner joining us uh, in a little bit. Um, but starting things off, quarter one, quarter two, we'll talk a little bit of MLB, a little bit of NFL, and then we'll move into the interview with Caden Turner, linebacker from the Indiana Hoosiers. All right, MLB playoffs. The Mariners and Astros got off to a banger in Game 1. Game 2 is currently on. So the AL uh, Game 2s are on today, Thursday night. So I won't have much information for you in regards to Game 2. Uh, but Game 2 in the NL were played yesterday, so we'll have a little briefing there. Uh, but the Mariners and Astros, the Mariners got off to an absolute heater of a start in Game 1. And we're thinking, most of the game, they're taking down the Astros. They're, this could be the Cinderella team of the year. Anyway, the game, you know, continues to be played and Jordan Alvarez comes up in the bottom of the ninth and absolutely smashes a 3-1 three-run homer to win the game 8-7. An absolute electric walk-off from Jordan Alvarez. This guy was an absolute monster all year long. Uh, so congrats to the Astros on winning game one and game two. Obviously, tonight, Thursday night, uh, they'll they'll host the Mariners in game two. Yankees Guardians. Garrett Cole Cruz, not a big fan of this guy. I know Yankee fans will be upset because he is a horse, but he didn't have the greatest of seasons. Uh, but I know, well, I guess I shouldn't say that because he did set the single-season record for strikeouts by a Yankee. But Garrett Cole Cruz, I think he gave up four hits. The Yankees won 4-1 in Game 1 over the Guardians. I think that's going to be a quick series. I think if all things go as planned in the AL, it'll be the Yankees-Astros and that will be a series that we're excited for. But moving into the NL, this is, these two games, uh, Wednesday night was game two action for the Padres and Dodgers and Phillies and Braves. We'll start things off with the Phillies and Braves. The Phillies ended up winning 7-6 in game one over the Braves. Kind of surprising, to be completely honest with you. I didn't see the Phillies being overly competitive in the series. I didn't think the Phillies were going to win round one. They ended up beating the Braves game one, but the Braves end up winning 3-0 in game two yesterday. Uh, the Braves pitcher Matt Wright, I do believe, threw a bit of a jam. Um, so they, that game, that series is all tied, heading back to Philadelphia. The Dodgers and Padres, the Dodgers ended up winning game one, 5-3. I do believe, um, and the Dodgers are going to win this series, I do believe. But the Padres storm back and win one game, too. So both of the NL series are tied up at one right now. Um, Heading out to San Diego now. That's nice for San Diego and L.A. Not uh, not dealing with too much travel there in that series. That's uh, that's a nice... uh, that's a nice uh, travel schedule for those two teams battling it out in the playoffs. But the Phillies and Braves um, dealing with a little bit more of travel. Um, they'll be heading back to Philly, and they'll be heading to San Diego for Game 3 uh, in the respective NFL, NFL NL series. Um, but, uh, yeah, and the Mariners and Astros and Yankees and Guardians will have more of an update on these series come Monday. Um, but one nothing Astros, one nothing Yankees in those series, and 1-1 in the Dodgers-Padres, 1-1 in the Phillies-Braves. All right, let's talk a little bit of NFL before we get Caden on the show. Thursday night football, yesterday for the listeners, Commanders, Bears. It's an absolute snooze fest, but I think there actually might be some fireworks in this game because we've been wanting on primetime football electricity for a while now, and there has been snoozer after snoozer. I think the Bears and Commanders are going to come to play, and I think that we see Carson Wentz and Justin Fields actually play okay. And I think that... Carson Wentz, after getting called out by Ron Rivera this week. So Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Washington Commanders, they said, what is going on with your football team? What's wrong? And he said, the quarterback. So Carson Wentz, there's got to be a fire lit under his rear end for this game. So so the Commanders will play the Bears Thursday night football. But that's not the biggest news coming into Washington. Dan Snyder, the owner of the Washington Commanders, has been under some serious scrutiny over the last you know few weeks. We'll say... 
sorry guys, I'm just uh, having a drink of coffee here. We'll say, you know, over the past, you know, year or two, just over the culture that goes on in Washington, you know, some of the conduct by coaches and, and, and different uh, areas of the organization has really been under the spotlight. It's It's been unethical to say the least. But Don, uh, Dan Schneider came out today and he said he's got some serious dirt on NFL owners and the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell. I mean, this is an interesting topic. I'm pretty sure Dan Schneider was on some of the email changes that John Gruden, those absolutely egregious emails that John Gruden was sending around to uh, different GMs and owners. I'm pretty sure Dan Schneider was on that email chain, but he says he's got some dirt on NFL owners and uh, and Roger Goodell. So whatever that means, we can take that for what it is. Um, I don't know if that's because Roger Goodell is pretty much like, buddy, you got to sell this team because everything that's going on in Washington is not right. But I don't know, Dan Schneider... Do you got some dirt? Well, let's hear it, bud. Because I'm sure everybody in today's 2022 society is going to absolutely blow a, a brain cell or 500 uh, once they hear what he has to say. Another cool story out of Washington. Brian Robinson, rookie running back. Obviously, remember in the offseason, he was shot in the leg during a carjacking. Well, five weeks later, he's starting on Thursday Night Football. He'll be the starting running back for the Washington Commanders tonight. This guy last week rolled out... In the from uh, it by many men, Fifty Cent. So Fifty Cent, many men was blaring. He rolls out. So you know, many men wish death upon me. And Fifty Cent obviously famously was shot like eight times and survived. Well, Brian Robinson shot survivor of a bullet from a gun. Rolls out to many men. He was maybe want to run through a wall. I mean, that must have been the adrenaline pumping through that guy's body, rolling out into a going nuts stadium in Washington. To many men was absolutely probably just. One of the best feelings going. Odell Beckham Jr. The rumors are heating up around Odell Beckham Jr. right now. So he got injured in the Super Bowl. Everybody remembers. Uh, I think it was a torn ACL. And he is rehabbing. And he'll be back in about a month's time. But he is a free agent. So he's browsing around. A lot of people are thinking that he's going to be returning to the Los Angeles Rams. But apparently the contract that they're offering is not what he's looking for. Not enough money. So what up, Beckham Jr., it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, this guy obviously is an electricity factory in terms of the one-hand catches, and he's a great route runner. He's just a good receiver. I don't know, after all these injuries, he's, you know, he's aging quickly. I mean, you know, he, he's been in the league probably for eight years already, so I'm not sure where he's going to end up. I think it's going to be a Super Bowl contender, uh, whether it's the Bills, the Chiefs, the Rams, the Packers. I'm not sure where he's going to end up, but it's going to be a team that has a chance to win a ring. So it's going to be worth monitoring this uh, this Odell Beckham Jr. situation. Cooper Rush, Dak Prescott. This is a massive headline right now in the NFL. Obviously, the Dallas Cowboys are off to an incredible start. Most people wrote off their season when Dak Prescott went injured, got injured. But Cooper Rush, it's going to be interesting to see because this guy's obviously winning games and they've got a nice formula. He's the game manager. I talked about it last episode. But is Dak Prescott, obviously the the Pro Bowl quarterback in Dallas, is he going to get the reins? That is going to be worth monitoring, and there's going to be a ton of content coming out of Dallas, so we'll continue to monitor that. Big slate of football games for Week 6 this week. Dallas, uh, sorry, I apologize. The Buffalo Bills versus Kansas City Chiefs, the rematch from maybe the most electric AFC Championship game, maybe one of the best football games I've ever watched on TV. Buffalo versus Kansas City. This game is obviously circled on everybody's uh, calendar for Sunday night. 525 start Atlantic 425 uh, Eastern. So that's going to be the game of the week to watch 100% Buffalo versus Kansas City. Um, but that's the briefing from uh, MLB and NFL. So we'll have more of a full episode on Monday rolling through all of these sports content. Um, but without further ado, let's bring on 
college linebacker, NCAA freshman, Caden Turner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're now joined by Caden Turner, Division One linebacker, freshman. He's making me feel old, born in 2003. Caden, what's going on, man? What's going on down in Indiana? Dude, not too much. I'll tell you what, it's cold. It's getting cold, eh? It is getting cold. Yeah, yeah. Not in Arkansas, hey, where you grew up? Well, yeah, probably not nice. cold there, but it is cold here. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Listen, so tell me about your D or your high school experience. Okay, what's 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 uh, football like in Arkansas? Like on game night, Friday night is it Friday night? Do you guys would play home games? Like, mm-hmm. what is the town like? What's going on in, in Arkansas for high school football? So, it's not like Texas, and it's not like Georgia. It's not like those schools, but it is. I mean, Arkansas, like you wouldn't think of us as like a real good like high school football school or uh, state, but I like our state, like we, we, we had a lot of good athletes in uh, my high school as well. Like my high school was in the biggest division in Arkansas. So uh, there's the seven, a West and the seven, a central. I was in the seven, a West. Um, in my conference, we were all pretty stacked. Like my school, we had um, with me, uh, we had um, two other four stars. We had a whole bunch of other kids that went D one also. So, uh, but Friday nights, it was awesome. Uh, there, we had a large crowd. Uh, right now at my high school, uh, we didn't get this, but they started tearing it down right after I left. They're actually building like a three-story uh, like football facility, uh, which for high school sports, that's pretty sweet, you know. So, uh, but there was a, like our high school is pretty big, and the the attendance was always up pretty high. So, that's awesome, man. I was kind of like I was doing some research pre-podcast. Do you got you? There's like an inflatable bulldog that you guys are running out yeah. of, like smoke, like. Man, that is outrageous. Here in Canada, I mean, we don't treat football like you guys do in the states, and we clearly don't have the high school programs that you have. But I mean, that's unreal. I mean, you know, what was what was the experience like? Just like talk about a little bit about like what you know what it was, you know, what it was like being a football player. Like, did you get recognized around town? You know, what were the ladies like in high school? Like, it, like is being a football player like is that the place to be uh, in in the states in high school? Yeah, I would definitely say so. Uh, especially like. I would say like like having offers and being like a like a D1 athlete, like a lot of people recognize you just because it's not like being a D1 athlete isn't super common, you know, especially uh, for like the main sports like uh, football, basketball, uh, baseball, stuff like that. Like you don't really hear of it as much, you know. So uh, whenever someone is like a D1 athlete, like it's pretty it's pretty well known like around town and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. Oh, absolutely. That's unreal, man. That must feel good. I mean, ESPN hacked, had you ranked in the top 30 linebackers in the nation. Had you had you ranked in the top 20 players at Arkansas. I mean, so I can see that as you're highly ranked in the United States, you got a lot of colleges coming at you. They're sending you letters. They're giving you offers. What's that process like, Caden? You know, how many schools were at your door? How many schools were coming to your school saying, you know, come play for us and this is what we can give you? Yeah, so I think I finished. It's been a while since I thought about recruiting just because I actually early enrolled. Um, so I enrolled. I graduated high school a semester early. Okay. So I could enroll in college a semester early. So I've been – I'm a freshman technically, but my first semester here was starting last January. So cool. like January 2022. So that's when I got to Indiana. Um, but I think I finished up with 15 offers. Uh, my first one actually being Indiana, uh, which is – Pretty, pretty funny, but oh, yeah. um, so I think I got that one May after my sophomore year. Um, and then after that, it just kind of got rolling. So once you get one offer, you know, it really gets rolling. Um, I actually committed pretty early. So I committed b- before my senior year, which is earlier than like a lot of kids. Um, I just wanted to do that first off just because I knew I wanted to go to Indiana. And second off, uh, just so I didn't get injured, like have a season ending in- season ending injury or anything like that to where like they kind of second guess themselves on if they wanted to take me or not. So absolutely. So what's that? So did they just send you a letter or did they come visit you and you had to sign, you know, your letter of intent? 
so actually like the rules were when I got my first offer, they weren't like legally allowed to reach out to me. So what happened was the defensive coordinator at Indiana, he's not here anymore. He's now the head coach of South Alabama. Okay. Um, he knew my high school head coach because they both played at Arkansas together. Um, and so he reached out to my head coach and was like, Hey, like, do you have any linebackers that you think we might be interested in? Uh, we kind of need one, you know, like to start recruiting. So he sent my film over to the Indiana defensive coordinator and he, he must've liked what he saw, obviously. And then, uh, he, he like told my D or, uh, my high school coach, like, get me on the phone or something like that. So my high school coach, the process is like, when you're like too young for them to reach out to you, usually someone will be like, Hey, call this coach. And then they can answer you. So like you have to reach out initially and then they can answer you. So, uh, he couldn't call me straight up. So I had to call him. Uh, he answered and then we got to talk to him for a while. He was like, Hey, like, I want you to know, like, I really like your film. Uh, but I got to get in front of the head coach. And then, uh, from there, uh, we'll see how it goes. And so then a week later, uh, he ended up offering me a scholarship to Indiana. So it was pretty sweet, man. That's unreal. So like, just before we move into the college, you know, lifestyle and, and everything that goes on with football at Indiana, is there a play that stands out, Caden? Like, what is your biggest highlight reel? Was it a pick six? Was it a sack? Did you send some guy off in a stretcher? Like, what as a linebacker, what was your biggest highlight from, from high school? So, this one's a pretty easy answer for me. Uh, not necessarily because it was, like, a huge play, but it was just a very, like, memorable play. So, we are in – this is my senior year. So, this past year I was in high school. Um, and we're in the semifinals, uh, and to win goes to state. So, we had just scored. And they like with to go up. I don't remember how much we went up, but it was like four, five, something like that. So we'd score to go up, and there was like five seconds left on the clock. So they get the ball back, and obviously, like they have to go to the end zone, you know. So it's like yeah. they, I mean, they have to score a touchdown if they want to win. Um, so I knew, like, I knew that, like, going into the play. And so uh, I was like, they're either gonna throw it deep, or they're gonna try to run some trick, trick play, something like that. So they actually throw it short. They, they threw like a five yard drag, and so I knew something was up, you know. So. Uh, he he tossed it up to kind of like run like a hook and ladder, you know. Yeah, yeah. I saw it and I was just like, just like, you whatever, it. like, let's go get it, you know. So I get the ball, you know, probably like thinking back on it, the smart thing to do would have probably been to like go down so I didn't like fumble the ball or something. You hosted. But I was like, nah, like, I was like, let's go get it. So I scored a touchdown. And it was like, oh. I mean, that's the last play. That's the last play I ever had in high school uh, at my high school uh, stadium. So uh, that'll always be like, what I remember that stadium as, you know, that my last play being a touchdown on the last play of the game, you know. Dude, so, you housed it. You picked yeah, up a hook and ladder and housed it in the state semifinal, dude. I did. It was pretty That sweet. is unreal, man. What'd you sell it? What was the celebration like? Dude, I, I'm a yeller. So, like, I just, you know, I get the ball. <laughs> I go to the end. I just, I threw the ball and I started yelling, you know. And, you know, everybody's going crazy. And like I said, my high school is pretty big. So, we have, we have fireworks going off, like. All the, the whole student section is actually like rushing the field. It was pretty sweet. So. Man, that is unbelievable. So what, what happened in the finals? Did you guys end up winning? So we went to the state finals. We played a really – that team, I think they've now won three or four state championships in a row. Okay. I think we ended up losing to them by two or three in the state oh. championship. So it was a close game, man. But that's, that's, an, really amazing, that's an amazing memory, man. Like that is unbelievable. It was sweet. So listen, Caden, talk about the biggest differences between, you know, high school in Arkansas and college in Indiana. Obviously the weather we talked about earlier, but like what yeah. are the biggest differences transitioning from high school to college? I would definitely say uh, the mental aspect of the game. So um, when you think going from like high school to college, um, you would think like, like a lot of the physical aspects would change, which they do. Like the speed of the game is a lot faster. Um, obviously every single person is way more athletic than everybody that you face um, in high school. 
but for me, the biggest difference was like the playbook and uh, having to just like think super fast in the game, like not necessarily like the physical speed of the game, but having to process everything so fast within the game, you know? So uh, I just have to learn so many plays now. Um, and it's, it's a lot different than high school because in high school, you know, just like, you know, blitz this gap or yeah. go cover this guy or something like that. But now That's it's right. like they motion, you got checks, you got, you got like keep the blitz on, take the blitz off. You got to set the front, like all that kind of stuff. So this aspect of the game is a lot different. Oh man, absolutely. So like what, how many plays in high school, like, like would you have like 10, 12 plays, like how many plays on the defense and, and then compared to like how many plays in, in college? Oh man. So like total plays, we probably have around mm, 30 to 40 probably, but you know, for, for every single like week. So that was just like camp. So like now, like when we game plan, like for a team, like yeah. we'll only have like, like 15 to 15 calls, you know, that's we have right. to like memorize for that week. Yeah. But like in spring, spring ball, fall camp, like, you know, we have like 30, 45 plays, like, yeah, we have to know, you know, so it's yeah, like yeah. coaches can call whatever they want. But now, now it's getting a lot easier because it's like you want to just really be firm in those 10 to 15 calls for that week rather than having to know every single call. Absolutely. What's it like being a freshman on the team? Have the boys been welcoming? Uh, you know, obviously yeah. we're there. <laughs> Half a half a season earlier, but you know, like, do, do you find you know, did you get uh, what was your rookie treatment like? I guess, or, or what's that like, dude? So, I'm, okay, so kind of a funny story, I guess. Um, so it was like when I get there, you know, everybody kind of has like that welcome to college moment or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So mine wasn't. I didn't necessarily get like like blown up or anything like that, but um, so we're going into uh, some conditioning in the winter. And you know, I was just like, oh, whatever, like it'll be fine. Like everybody's saying it'll be super easy, so I'm like. Oh, whatever. Like, I don't have to prepare, prepare myself very well or anything like that. So I didn't eat beforehand. So I had no energy. I wasn't hydrated very well either. So kind of screwed myself a little bit, you know? So yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we go into running and like, we're running like half gas or so we run like sideline and back and we have like a certain time to make. Um, and so we're all running and I'm, I do like, I think it was like, what, like two sets of four or something like that. And I finished the first set and I'm like, I'm dead. Like, so I remember like before the war or like in the middle of the warm ups too, I was gassing. I was like, dude, this is going to be bad. Like I'm gassing the warmups. Like I can yeah. tell you it's going to be terrible. Uh, so I actually, as we're running, I don't remember which rep it was, but like, I like passed out like mid reps. Like I'm running and I touched the line to turn around and I just fell. And then I got up and I was like, Oh my gosh. And so like, I jogged back to the other side and everybody's like, Oh my gosh. Like he just like passed out. Blah, blah, blah. So then after that, everybody was just like, Oh my gosh, like this kid's going to be terrible. Like he's just like, he's so soft. Like, blah, blah, blah. But I ended up making it up and I ended up like redeeming myself like later on. Um, but that was kind of like my moment. It was like, oh, wow, it sucks. Like I look like a freshman, you know? Oh man. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough in front of the boys, you know, going oh, down. conditioning. So what's, yeah, you said you weren't hydrated. You weren't eating enough. Like what, like in season, off season, like what, like what are you working on right now? Obviously your workout regimen is probably pretty heavy being a linebacker, but like how much are you eating? Like what do, do you have a, a nutrition plan from the school? You know, what's that all look like? Yeah, so obviously we have they 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 provide they provide breakfast, lunch, and dinner, uh, snacks in the walk in the locker room. Like when you walk in our locker room, we have like a lounge, like right to our like right when you walk in, there's like a lounge to the right. And it's just like snacks galore, like whatever you need, like you can just go grab whatever. We got drinks everywhere, like all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you should never really be hungry, you know. But uh, like a lot of guys, they'll just like <laughs> before. So like on Fridays, they'll just like grab a trash bag and just throw tons of drinks and then just bring them back to the i mean like because why go buy a drink you know if you yeah, yeah, got yeah. them all right there so just sure. grab, grab a trash bag and just throw a whole bunch of stuff in there throw snacks in there for the weekend the old um, lineman yeah. might just do damage oh crazy 
Damn it. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. walk out of there like Santa Claus with like the sack. <laughs> right. back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So listen, what's game day like in Indiana? Walk me through a game day. So you get up and what happens? Okay. So a game day. So let's see. Like you play pretty early. So yeah. So it depends. Well, it depends because our first game, our opening game, we played at eight o'clock at night. Okay. So this Saturday, we're going to play at 3.30. And then Thursday, or last week, we played at 12. So it really kind of varies, like, in between, like, those three. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, the first game we played was actually a Friday night. I forgot about that. But then we, we played every other game was on a Saturday. Uh, that was just a weird game. But so basically, tomorrow, we will we'll go in early in the morning. We'll have, like, a – it's kind of like a walkthrough-ish practice. It's – it's like a it's a walkthrough pretty much. Yeah. Um. Just kind of get to get your mind right. Like, just like review like everything for the game, like the game plan stuff like that. Um. We'll all kind of go back to our rooms just for a little bit, pack our travel bags, um, and then we'll go back to the stadium uh, later on for meetings. Um. And we'll have our meetings or whatever, and then we'll all bus over to the country club to go eat dinner as a team, and then after that, um, we'll go to the hotel. Even if it's a home game, we stay at a hotel just so like the coaches know that like, we're not going out. Yeah, yeah. Like that, like we're going to bed at, the, at a reasonable time. Yeah, you know? that's cool, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll stay at the hotel, uh, even if it's a home game. And then so that morning we'll wake up, we'll have breakfast, and we will, we'll do like another walkthrough, um, just to get our minds right. And then the best part is hop on a bus. Uh, getting on the bus and driving over to the game is sweet. You know. You have your headphones on, uh, you're sitting there and you're just like, as you're on the bus, you're, I mean, you're getting police escorted. So like you're getting there past everybody and everybody's just waving at you. Like while you're on the bus, it's so yeah, sweet. Yeah. And then you get off and we have this really cool thing. It's called the walk. And so we get off the bus. And so like the basketball arena assembly hall is like right here. And then there's like a, there's kind of like a parking lot that separates the basketball arena and the football stadium. But in between there's like a big old like sidewalk that we walk in and there's just people like, tons of people like on each side and so like as you're walking through like you're high-fiving everybody and like usually your parents will be down there somewhere and so like my parents are always down there i'll give my parents a hug or whatever and I'll just that's cool walking. man so, and then that's we'll go amazing. out we'll go out to the field just walk around for a little bit and then we'll go in the locker room and get changed and stuff so oh man that's so electric so listen oh, sweet you don't you can go into this question or you can kind of pass it off but do the boys enjoy themselves after saturday nights <laughs> yeah they, yeah they, we enjoy ourselves. I love it. I love it. And so, like, what's it like in Indiana? Like being on the football team. Like, do you guys have a spot that you go? Do you guys go out as a team? Like, like what are the ladies like? Is like I always wanted to know. Like, if you're on a college football team down in the states, like how many women are we expecting to be looking at the football team after the game, saying, "How are you, gentlemen, doing?" Well, okay. So I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not the biggest like go out party guy. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more like the whoever needs help, call me. I got you. Kind of. Yeah. Guy, okay. You know? yeah, yeah. So, so, but okay. So, being from Arkansas, like we talked about earlier, football is a lot treated a lot different, like down south in the SEC. Yeah. So, in the SEC, football players get treated a lot differently. Like, yeah. Those like, and you're if you're playing in the SEC and you're a football player, like you're the king. You know, like yeah. All those guys are treated like kings, like Alabama, LSU, Arkansas, A and M, like all those guys, like. Like, those guys are, like, up on a pedestal, like, above yeah. everybody else, you know. Up here, it's a little bit different, especially going to Indiana, because, like, when you think about Indiana, you think about basketball. You know, like, yeah. Indiana basketball is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, football players still get treated, you know, pretty good. But, like, Indiana basketball is, like, the stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, me, though, 
I got a girlfriend. So okay, so you're not you're not always you know snooping around, looking, seeing what's going on. No, nah, man, I, I stay loyal to mine. Okay, that's I mean, hey, listen, that's all that's all good, man. I, I always just I always want to know like there's got to be some guys in the team. Like, what about your quarterback? Does he have a girlfriend? He does actually. Okay. See, man, if I was a college quarterback, man, there is just no chance I would have a girlfriend, man. (laughs) I would be making sure that I had, uh, I was doing my, uh, my due diligence, we'll we'll call it. Yeah. My Um, girlfriend actually, she actually plays basketball, D1 basketball at Vanderbilt. Okay. Okay. So he's behaving most of the time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, that's, that's all right. I'm a little disappointed, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, Listen, so I I guess we kind of already answered this. You got to pick six in the game. What's your celebration? What's your sack celebration? Dude, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like I said, I'm just a yeller. So I'll stand up, probably bang my head a little bit. I'll probably go celebrate my teammates' son, chest up a couple guys, stuff like that. So Cool, man. Cool. So, Caden, are you, are you dressing right now? You are? Uh, it depends, like, on the on the linebacker room. Like, last week I traveled. Uh, this week I'm not. Next week I might be. So we'll, it just kind of depends, for sure. Well, you're yeah. a freshman, man. I mean, like, you know, it's a competitive system, but – you know, as you as you get and grow into the system at Indiana, I mean, you expect to be playing more. I can imagine. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Unreal, man. That's that's exciting. So, listen, is there any NFL players that you grew up watching that you grew up looking to that you grew up? You're like, man, I, I want to play like that guy, or like I love watching that guy play. You know, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. If I feel like if you ask any linebacker that question, the combination is gonna be like around Ray Lewis. You know, Ray Lewis. Like everybody, yes, everybody's gonna think about Ray Lewis when you think about playing linebacker, especially you know. If you got that fire, like some guys are like more quiet, like leaders, but like me, I'm like real vocal. I like 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 being a leader out vocally. Some guys lead their actions or whatever, you know, but I like to I like to be outspoken and, and just be super loud to people and just like let my let my words lead, you know. Oh man, what an electric we man, I miss that Ravens defense, man. That oh, was yeah. just amazing to watch, man. That was scary. Um, I love it. Ray Lewis, man, what a guy to model your game after. So listen. What's your get up like on game day? You got face paint on, you get the you know, wrist taped. What do you got? You got your gloves. You're not a no gloves linebacker. I always find that's no question. You gotta get the gloves. mitts on. Gotta wear gloves. Uh yeah. usually I'll take I'll take my wrist. Uh yeah. not even for looks, just because I, I actually feel like it helps. You know, taking on blocks and stuff like that. For sure. Like, when you're taking on a 350-pound lineman, like that's <laughs> yeah. a lot of weight coming at you, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I take my I take my wrist up. I wear some tall, taller socks, you know, um, wear some gloves. Um, you know, I've always wanted to rock some turf tape, but I never have. So yeah, you might have I'm to mix that into the. It's a swag look, man. Yeah, I know. I might have yeah. to. I'm, like last game, I was thinking about it, but I didn't do it. So you might have to mix that in because turf burn, man. Especially as a linebacker, man. That's oh, that's 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 not easy, man. Dude, and I think a lot turf. of people outside the uh, the football world looking in, man, they don't understand the recovery it takes. After like after a football game, like I know oh, you yeah. haven't probably experienced it to its full in college yet, but man, like you can't even move for like a few days. Oh, dude, some of my some of my boys like they don't get out of their bed the next day. Like yeah, like their body just hurts. Like they they're like, dude, it feels like I went through like a full body workout for like five hours. Man, it's unbelievable, man. It, unbelievable. It's it's absolutely incredible. Um, but listen, Caden, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. I appreciate you following along with the daily intermission on the socials, man. And I definitely want to catch up. I'm going to reach out with you. I know we're trying to, you know, I want to send you some gear. I want to send you some DI gear. And I want to be able to post some of your highlights, you know, as you as you develop in your career on our pages and stuff like that. So I appreciate you coming on, man. And I, I love following along. You're definitely going to be, uh, our following will definitely be following along on on, uh, on, on Caden moving forward. But, uh, you know, what? what's your Instagram handle? What's your, uh, you know, what's your TikTok? Where do you want people to follow along with you, Caden? Hey, everybody go follow me. 
on at the Caden Turner. That's everything. That's all of my ads. So TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, everything. That's all of my ads. Go follow the Caden Turner. He's an absolute beauty. He's a linebacker in Indiana, and he's a he's a wagon man. We're excited to watch it develop, man. Listen, Caden, I can't thank you enough for coming on. We'll catch up again, okay? Of course, man. I appreciate you.